In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In September, just a few months ago, the world watched as the period of mourning began for Her Late Majesty, Elizabeth, Queen of the United Kingdom and the Commonwealth. During the ten official days of national mourning, people queued to view the coffin, which was draped with the royal standard, as well as with the crown, orb, and scepter placed on top of the coffin and standard as well. During the newscasts and remembrances that filled those ten days was made mention of Her Late Majesty's response to the terrorist attacks on the United States in September 11th, 2001. In her official remarks, Elizabeth II said this simple line, Grief is the price we pay for love. We come today to remember our family members, our friends, people whom we have known who have died. Because of the love that we still hold for them, there is grief that sometimes comes when we think about them or when we see something that reminds us of them. But we also come today to remember all souls, all the people who have died, even those that we do not know personally, those who are obscure and unknown. Our modern culture attempts to move us along at a breakneck speed, lightning-quick pace through many things. We are sometimes told that we need to move on, to get past the sad times, and to remember only the good. I think that has more to do with our own collective uncomfortableness with grief and mourning than anything else. But the reality is, and what we find throughout the scriptures, is that death is not something we just move on from. Not something we just get over and act as if it didn't happen. Grieving is part of our human response to death. Recall that before Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, he joined in the grieving that Martha and Mary had begun. Jesus wept. But while we do come here to mourn, we also come with hope and even joy. Much of our faith as Christians comes from the assurances that we have in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That hope is this, that when we die, when we cease to live in these mortal bodies, when our souls, the essence of who we are, does not die, but lives on. It is one of the mysteries of our faith. Because our souls live on, we rest 
in the hope that we will continue to be looked after by God. Our first lesson this evening reminded us that the souls of the righteous are in the hand of God, and that while it appears to be a dreadful occurrence, that those who are in the nearer presence of God are both at peace and full of immortality. St. Paul holds this same idea, but says it in a different way when he reminds us that there is not one thing, not anything in all of creation, not even death itself, can separate us from the love of God, which we have in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Those for whom we are mourning now are being fed and nourished by God. It is part of our understanding of the communion of the saints that all the saints of God, living and dead, those known to us and unknown, even those whom we love, those whom we have hurt, we are all bound together, even here and now, and are fed, nourished by Jesus, by his body and blood. The very communion that we celebrate today is the same communion they receive also. So we come together this evening to pray for our dead. We pray for them because we love them. And we want them to continue to grow in his love. They are being made more perfect now than either we or they could possibly imagine in this life. For we must remember that we believe that when death occurs for anyone, that life is changed, not ended. The will of God is continuing to be fulfilled for all souls, living and departed from this life. That is why we also come with hope and joy. We too know through faith that when we also die, we will grow in the love and the knowledge of Christ, being fed and cared for Him and by Him until we see God truly as he is. C.S. Lewis, in his sermon, The Weight of Glory, reminds us that we are immortal beings, that we continue to live after death. Death is never the final answer. Lewis reminds us that next to the Blessed Sacrament, the presence of Jesus here at the altar, the most precious thing available to our senses is our neighbor, because our neighbor, the person whom you love, with whom you laugh and cry with, the person with whom you work or call upon to repair something that has gone wrong in your home or with your car, 
is also immortal. Death is only the ending of our lives in this world, but it is not the final end. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Death has been destroyed by the death of Jesus, our Lord, through whom we have victory over sin, death, and the grave. Grief is the price we pay for love. Grief is also the process that we must all go through. Some of us may be nursing the wounds of a death that occurred recently, in the last few weeks, and it still feels very fresh. Nationally, we grieve the atrocity within our own diocese and this region of South Texas, as we remember today the shooting in Uvalde, where 19 students and two teachers were lost. We know that this day and season is particularly hard for the parents and the teachers and all in Uvalde. And we keep them and the victims of the shooting in our prayers. For some of us, we may have have been the caregiver to aging parents or children who were terminally ill. And now that they are gone, we feel lost, not knowing what our purpose in life is anymore. Others still may be here this evening, no longer coming out of grief, but because we are compelled to give thanks to God for the life of someone perhaps several people who have died and meant a great deal to us. And while we still miss them, we know that they are resting in the presence of Jesus. Let us therefore commit ourselves to prayer, giving to God through the death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus Christ, his Son, our Lord. All of our pain, our anguish, our sorrow, and even our joy and hope, offering them to God so that he may use them and us as he wills. Let us also pray for all the departed, all of our loved ones, that they may see the day of the new creation with us, growing in the love of God. As they rest and sleep in Christ, may they continue to be made more perfect, be made perfect by Christ, and through Christ. May the souls of all our loved ones and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace.
Amen.